0: It's A Plus Weekly, my news roundup of what has caught my eye this week in the tech world, focusing on the Apple ecosystem, out first on YouTube as a video podcast and then on the usual podcast platforms. I'm Sam Johal and this week I'm trying out a shorter format, so please let me know what you think. On this week's show, how the FBI is thinking about public USB ports that you might charge your iPhone at, even those ones on the plane too. What's happening with the plans to axe the mute button on the next iPhone? how global demand for Apple Macs is going. Spoiler alert, it ain't going great. Also, how long are you likely to wait to repair your Apple device and the device of choice amongst teens? Let's get into it. In the US last week, the FBI warned users to stay away from public USB ports due to malware risks. The Denver FBI office here via CNBC tweeted that public charging stations in places like hotels, airports, and shopping centers can be a source of malware. Bad actors have learned to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices, the FBI said. The advice is that when you're out and about, bring your own charger and USB cord and use an electrical outlet to charge instead of a public USB port. Now, Apple's iPhones and Macs have a USB safety feature that blocks the lightning port from data transferring when it's been locked out for more than an hour. But malware can still get in if you're using your device and plug into a public port. Note, this is a problem because if malicious code is put onto a public USB port, hackers can get into your device, getting usernames and passwords, taking control of your emails, taking money from your online accounts and more. Keep safe by only using your own USB cable and power block to charge when you're out. That's the best way to prevent this attack. The FBI has a similar warning on its website noting that people should not use free charging stations. They also have the standard advice about staying off public Wi-Fi for important things, don't open strange documents, not use the same password for all accounts, and not click on any links in texts or emails. It's amazing how easy it is to forget though or fall for some of these tricks because the need for connection is constant and the hazards are everywhere. Personally I feel that this is something that's been known in tech circles for years and I've been doing this for years now except for those USB ports on planes in the back of the seat next to the screen on long-haul flights but yeah I won't be doing that anymore. Some people suggest that wireless charging will soon be everywhere and take care of this risk but it's only a matter of time before those bad actors find a way of exploiting that too. So the way to go whether it's wired All wireless charging is to use and own your own hardware and be careful who you let use it. Now, has the iPhone 15 solid state button been axed? Well, it looks like the feature that has been rumored and that I talked about last week has been terminated. The mute button looks like it is staying and the action button that was rumored to be ported from the Apple Watch Ultra has been put on hold for mass production in the iPhone 15 because of technical problems. That's the latest information shared by Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo. As a reminder for you, Kuo mentioned the iPhone 15 Pro models would have solid state buttons back in October. He said two extra taptic engines in the iPhone would give a haptic response to mimic the feeling of pressing buttons without them actually moving, like the home button on the iPhone 7, remember that, or the Force Touch trackpad on newer MacBooks. But in his Medium post today, he said the devices will end up having those mechanical buttons still. My latest survey indicates that due to unresolved technical issues before mass production, both high-end iPhone 15 Pro models, Pro and Pro Max, will abandon the closely watched solid state button design and revert to the traditional physical button design, wrote Quo. It's unclear if a traditional design means that there will be two volume buttons or if Apple will still adopt a single elongated volume button as was previously rumored. Quo suggests there's still time for Apple to adjust the iPhone 15 Pro's design as it's still in EVT development stage. He thinks the change won't have much of an effect on the mass production schedule and shipments for the Pro models. Now, Jeff Pu and Shelly Cho from Haitong International Securities in Hong Kong reported the reversal too. Word is the solid state button design has been pushed back to the iPhone 16 series in 2024. Quo said this news isn't great for Cirrus Logic and AAC Technologies, two significant suppliers of Taptic engine-related components for iPhones. Siric Logic's shares took a 12% hit on Wednesday since analysts indicated risks to the Apple supplier's bottom line from the reported change to the iPhone 15. This business brings in 88% of its earnings from Apple, according to supply chain data information from Bloomberg. Ouch. There's been a big slump in Mac sales, something that Apple thought it had avoided as we exited this lockdown phase of the pandemic, and it's hit home with a vengeance. Apple's 40% plunge in PC shipments is the steepest amongst major computer makers. Apple's personal computer offerings were hammered in the first quarter, down 40.5%, the most since the last three months of 2000, owing to low demand and too many units on the market, which has hit them really hard. But shipments by all PC makers combined slumped 29% to 56.9 million units, and fell below the levels of early 2019 as the demand surge driven by pandemic era remote work evaporated. Lenovo and Dell had drops of over 30% while HP was down 24.2%. No large company got away from the slowdown with Asus Tech coming in last in the top five with a 30.3% decrease. Now, this will hit Apple hard since their shipments had mostly stayed steady since the pandemic started. The company had nevertheless been preparing investors for weaker results in some of its hardware, with a rocky economic backdrop threatening to dampen enthusiasm for Apple's pricey products. Last time Apple had such a huge drop in Mac demand, the tech industry was facing the dot Com bubble burst. Steve Jobs had only been back as CEO for a short while before the Cube, remember that, came out and it didn't do so great. Apple is preparing new models in hopes of dealing with the latest downturn and boosting demand. Bloomberg reported that the company is getting sets to launch its newest selection and laptops and desktops later in the year with a new iMac included. Maybe that will breathe some life into the market along with a rejuvenated economy or at least it not getting too much worse. I'm not holding my breath. I still think we have some weight to go. Better news here for Apple in the iPhone segment as teens are choosing the Apple life. The iPhone is by far the most favored by teens leaving Android in the dust. According to the Piper Sandler Taking Stock with Teens survey, some 87% 87% of teens currently own an iPhone, and 88% of teens expect to own an iPhone for their next device. And 35% of them also own. An Apple Watch. The survey is not great for Android because Apple's devices definitely have the cool thing going for them. And it's clear people usually stay with the devices and platforms they know, making it worse for Google than it possibly seems. With 87 to 80% of the next generation already using Apple, Apple is likely to lock in their gains unless some big game changer comes along. And even then, will it really? Now, how long could you bear having a broken Apple device? If you're thinking that it's teens who would be the ones most keen to get their iPhone fix fixed after it was broken, you'd be wrong. Here's how it breaks down. Consumer intelligence research partners known as SERP or CHIRP, I don't know, has shared its latest study that's based around the question, how fast would you repair or replace a broken, lost or stolen iPhone, iPad or Mac? here's what the results revealed. Unsurprisingly, the iPhone ranked as the most important compared to iPad and Mac, but it's interesting to see real world responses about how fast people would repair these different devices. For the iPhone, 45% of users said that they would repair or replace it immediately the same day. Both iPad and Mac only saw 27% of people say the same. 79% of users said that they would either fix their iPhone immediately or within a day or two and when including within a week that number jumped to 94%. For iPad, 80% of respondents said they'd fix or replace it within a week or sooner. And for Mac, that metric was a little bit higher at 86%. A handful of users said that they would wait longer than a month or never get their device fixed or replaced, showing how essential Apple's key devices are to most customers, according to SERP's analysis. But what happens when we break down these responses by age group? The firm attempted to measure how much the devices mattered to users by age, and the results are perhaps not what you'd expect. Surprisingly enough, those aged 18 to 24 had the smallest share of people who would replace their iPhones right away or within a day or two at 59%. The 55 to 64 year old group had the highest at 90% saying that they'd replace or repair an iPhone within a day or two or right away and 45 to 54 year olds were very close behind at 89%. And people usually point fingers at young users for having a device addiction. But I guess it's also helpful to be more likely to have the cash handy to get that repair done quickly, rather than relying on putting in extra hours in your job to find the money to make it happen. In the end, SERP is sure that there's a big difference between the generations. Older iPad and Mac users were also more likely to switch out or fix their devices quicker than the youngest owners. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and hit that bell to make sure you don't miss my next video. And on audio, be sure to follow or something like that to get my next show. I'm Saab Johal and this channel is A+. Thanks for being here right at the end of this shorter, punchier show. Look out for a new angle later this month. But for now, cheers and go well.